I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Pin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to PinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word Sid. We've got a very special guest in studio right now. She's got a show coming up at the uh, the Cutting Room where I've done shows there too. Me and Bernard have done shows there together. That's coming up next Friday. Uh, this Friday. Her name is uh, Jasmine St. Clair. Howard Stern fans know her very, very well. And I'm a Howard Stern fan, so I know her very, very well. Uh, Jasmine, first of all, nice to see you. Welcome to the Bernie and Sid Studios here at ABC. Thank you for having me. It's good to have you. This uh, show coming up uh, on Friday, you, you're a fascinating person. You've lived a hundred lives, everything from adult entertainment to wrestling, and now you are knee-deep in all this political stuff. But the show going down on uh, Friday night, is that just basically your biography show? I would say so. Um, I wrote an autobiography that I never published. So I, I have stage fright, which you, you know about. Yeah, oh, big time, yeah. So. Wait, wait a second. You made movies and you have stage fright? Yes, because you, there's no room to mess anything up when you're on a stage. So while I was at Second City, I graduated the conservatory. And I just I wanted a platform to do something different. So I came up with a concept for a one-woman show called A Weird Kind of Fame because I've existed in subcultures for like 27 years. Yes, you have. Yes. It's crazy, but I love it. I, the, I love these it. These one-person shows, we've got you coming. We're on now. Yeah. Chance has a one-man show. Oh. He's coming up next. And then my friend Scott Bayo from uh, Happy Days and uh, Johnny Loves Chachi, he's coming in Monday, and he's doing a one-man show at Severian High School in Brooklyn next week. So it seems to be the, the new thing these days. If you've got an interesting past, which you've got even more than interesting, actually outrageous, uh, it, it seems to work on stage. But you've, have you done this show before? Oh, I did the show many times before. Okay. And bringing it to the cutting room tomorrow night at 9.30 p.m. sharp. It's one hour long. And it goes into, like, we have this whole thing of cancel culture so it's time to go back into 90s like shock culture right when we had the sterns and the springers and trash talk tv and stuff like that it's great right oh it's amazing (laughs) and there's a lot of like audio visuals and off booking the show i didn't off book the show for a while because we had all these shutdowns so it was really weird going back into rehearsals and just getting the footing on the stage like i put work into it what happens in the end, I don't know, but it's a lot of fun doing the show live because I control my own narrative. Now, as my friend uh, and your friend, Peter Gordio, the great actor from Gravesend, my trainer, I'm in great shape because of Peter, by the way. I'm a, very, I'm a beautiful man because of Peter. Is he, is, does he have a role in this show or he's just a friend of yours? He's no. a friend of mine. Okay, so he has no role in this show? No. Okay, so how many people work in and around you to make this show happen uh, tomorrow night at the cutting room? Um, I would say, God, the stage tech. Right. The person doing all the um, the sound. Okay. And the person that gave me a stage to put my madness on oh, there. So four or five people, basically. Yeah, and it's just me up there doing everything. I do the character voices because there are characters, but you right. don't want them in the show, really. And um, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to do it because a lot of people don't know what to expect. Right. And I really, 
I think it's time now to explore this whole narrative of what it was like being back then when you didn't have women scaring men into talking to them and being themselves. So the one-woman show, Weird Kind of Fame, is at the Cutting Room tomorrow night at 9.30 for one hour. And sometimes they do a QA and a after, sometimes they don't. It depends who's out there. All right. My uh, beautiful wife, Danielle, is listening in the car right now. And my awesome, awesome son, Gabriel, on the way to the city here. We're going to be at the doctor in a couple of hours. So Danielle and Gabe, I love you. Listening to Jasmine St. Clair. Big night tomorrow night at the Cutting Room. So how does somebody who had all this uh, crazy stuff going on, all this crazy stuff, how do you get so involved in politics where where every time uh, you speak to somebody, you're angry about something going on in this country? When did that happen, this whole whole thing happened to you? (laughs) Truthfully, uh, I've been a lifelong conservative, to be quite frank with you. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, since I was um, born, I think I was one. And, you know, I think I I took a trip to the Ronald Reagan Library in California, and there were tears brought to my eyes when he's – you see his speeches up there. He had a love for California. He had a love for this country. You love California. You were just in Beverly Hills, right? I was in Santa Monica. Right, right. And uh, that's another story, a protest (laughs) I started. Uh, Anywho, so I I, I just – I see it going backwards, and it broke my heart seeing him do this speech – And then seeing this man there, whoever he is, with this whole – I just – it's taken a turn for the worse, and people don't realize what's going on or they don't want to. And it really gets me very passionate about things. And that's where I come into this whole thing where I want to try to change things. I want to speak to younger voters, and I am sometimes. I get fortunate enough – that kids in my acting class sometimes ask me questions, such as, why is Gavin Newsom here so long? Who is Nancy Pelosi? Who's Gascon? Or who's the mayor of New York? And you just have to answer things. Right. So so your friends, though, that you visit in, in, in California, uh, they've got to be liberals. They've got to be the worst kind of liberals, no? Uh, yes. Looney's on the left. So, that, so. so, But these are your friends. So do they talk to you about politics or they stay out of it, basically? No, we talked like normal people used to. Um, they talk, they listen, and I hear what they have to say. But we don't really talk about it because... We're not going to get into arguments, but there's so many other cooler things to talk about. Right. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) Well, uh, I mean, um, drag queen shows. I don't know. We just find other things to talk about. Do you do that? You do the drag queen shows? I don't do drag queen shows. I I don't. We talked about it because there was one going on down the street from my friend's house. I have friends that are drag queens that didn't like it because there were nine-year-old children there. Well, here's the problem. Drag queens, whatever, that's fine. I don't Mm -hmm. care. Not my thing, just so you know, but maybe you like that. (laughs) Uh, But what my issue comes in is when drag queens start to show up at local schools, which they're doing in big numbers, and they're teaching little kids like my son or my daughter. So uh, drag queens are my friend Jen Delanjo. She loves them. You love them. But you'd have to admit they're not the exact folks you want teaching all little kids in schools, right? Well, exactly. But it's not them that are coming for these people's kids. It's people with agendas that fit whatever narrative they want to put down there. And I I don't see how you educate a child by bringing in a man dressed up in women's clothes and makeup to read to that child. So if there's something I'm missing, I want someone to tell me. No, you're not missing. I know you've been very, uh, very uh, strong about this opinion. And it's even like like (laughs) Newsmax, for example. They even were like, oh, come on, you got to calm down. But you're exactly right. This This is a travesty. This is terrible. How yeah. could you calm down? You should be even more angry. They, I mean, they're giving you hormones. These men are taking hormones. Therefore, something is not right up here. They're not going to function on their best days, you know, around these kids. Then, then you have them. Some of them want these kids to transition. What happens when someone wants to detransition when they're of age? Right. What about that? Do you ever ask the effects? So I met a doctor who does those surgeries of transitioning children. 
And I went banging on his door one day for Freedom First TV to try to see if he wanted to talk to me. He didn't want to talk to me. You I want to talk to you? No. Yeah. Yeah. I, and by the way, been a great conversation. Oh, um, sure. Now, to my wife's point, we're actually paying for this too. Don't forget, we're paying for this on top of all that. So, yeah. a, a, it's a, it's a, it's a morally uh, corrupt decision, mm-hmm. and then we pay for it on top of that. So, what are you most upset about? What's going on in the country today? Um, a. Who stops someone going through a Hardee's drive-thru? I love Mike Lindell's towels. They're the best towels now, in the world. Now, you know Mike Lindell is a dear friend of uh, ours. He's are you serious? Show. I'm Swear so jealous. Like, I want to yeah. meet him so bad. I have his bobblehead at home. I have his photos <laughs> on my wall. I have a silver cross just like his. No kidding. He's so exotic looking to me. Um... By the way, he's also a recovering drug addict who's doing very, yes, very well. He's a I great success book. story. His yes. book is the yes. best thing. I wanted to have him on my podcast to discuss his book because he was toothless in Mexico. Then he becomes a CEO. But stopping him at a drive-thru, what they did to Trump and mar Largo, yeah, uh, the, the indoctrination of children, of our youth. I don't have kids, but I care about where the society goes. Um, and I, I would just say I want people to start getting out there in large numbers and voting in person, and that really bothers me. And it bothers me how we get discriminated against at ballots. Like I worked as a poll worker at the last election, uh, the recall. Oh in my California. God! You said poll worker. I thought you meant like flash dancers. No, or no, 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 no. Based on your history, of course, I didn't. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I was hoping that joke would come in there. Yes. So yeah. I just don't like how people are tuning out, and it's turning. They're dividing the country. That thing Biden did on TV with the military, that, that, brought, that brought tears to my eyes. That Why are they there? That was disgusting. No. He looked satanic. He looked evil. And those two Marines who was right in Those are Marines? Yeah, what are they terrible. doing there? That brought tears to my eyes. Absolutely. Why? So you really are a great American. It's, it's incredible. Oh, your, big your, time. Your whole story is actually amazing. It really is. Thank you. And you think about where you were and where you've gone and what you've done. And uh, so what, what's going to be uh, next for you? Well, I know you'd like to maybe host a show at one of these uh, conservative networks. I'd love to. You'd love to. That, that's your dream at this point. That My dream come true would be, number one, to meet Mike Lindell, first and foremost. If I have to go to CPAC <laughs> just to shake his hand, and take, I would buy him lunch because he's been through so much. That's the least I could do. He's a very nice man. He's a great guy. He'd be a cheap date because I wouldn't have to be for alcohol. He doesn't drink. No, that's but, right. <laughs> that's right. That's a good point. Uh, but yeah, just as a, I just want to take him to lunch and discuss his book. Uh, so that's dream number one. Number two, would to have some kind of political TV show or um, like podcast where I can actually voice my opinions and not be told I'm a right wing nut job. Right. And number three, to do my one woman show once or twice a month and just to continue acting. That's all I want to do. Who do you get uh, the audience tomorrow night? Will this be people that are Republicans that know who you are? Will it be people who actually watch adult entertainment? <laughs> I mean, well, usually, who are your, your uh, I don't your fans? know. That's why it's a weird kind of fame. They're yeah. wrestling fans. Wrestling. Um, right. You, you work yeah. for ECW, right? I East... work for ECW. Yeah. Now I'm back at XPW Wrestling. Um you know, beating people with Singapore canes and stuff like that. <laughs> it's fun. It's like oh, a funny. drug. It's a great drug. It's yeah. an adrenaline rush. So it's everyone and anyone that's just curious. I get a lot of young girls. I do get people that are on the fence both sides politically, but you really can't say much to me because my mother is like three quarters African American. Right. You know, right. so right. you can't right. say people like, like there's nothing racist. So you get everyone there and no one wants to come there to talk politics. They just want to see what was it like living in the 90s. How does your mother become three quarters African American? The other quarter is what? Uh, there, she's Brazilian. Oh, she is? And East Indian. Oh, yeah. my God. She's tough. 
She Her? is one tough yeah, lady. Yeah, she really is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Talk about mommy oh, issues. Oh, <laughs> my God. Now, will she be the show tomorrow night? Uh, no. No. no you, That's do, a negative. Do you guys not talk? Is she mad at you because of the filming industry or something? Or um, No, she got more upset with me because I was uh, I was in a National Lampoon movie, and I was topless. What movie was that? <laughs> Dorm Days 2. Oh, really? Okay. It was a, I didn't have a one acting class. Wait, wait, she got mad about that, that scene that left in the movies that you did? Are you serious? <laughs> yes, I'm dead I mean, serious. Oh, my God. Um, she gets mad about my uh, my uh, my stance on politics sometimes. Yeah. Um, oh, she's a liberal, your mother. I don't know, but she goes back and forth. Do you uh, love Donald Trump more than Mike Lindell or Mike Lindell more than Donald Trump? Oh, man. That's a tough one, right? You go you go back into adult entertainment and move with both of those guys. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I know you would. I don't have that chance of a comeback, but let me tell you, I that silver cross on Mike's eyes, just the photo of him, it just gleams perfectly with his yeah, blue eyes. It is cool. It is cool. But I think he's a smart person. He is a very smart person. How many times did you do the uh, Howard Stern show in your life? How many times? I've been on his show a total of 14 times. I was one of his highest rated guest in the 90s by his own admittance. Um, I did Springer like four times. To whip America into a frenzy. Um, right, right. But I liked Stern a lot at that point. I haven't seen him since then. Right. Obviously. And this is like a really cool show. Way cooler. What? My show? Well, yeah. We're on, we're on ET radio. Is that what it's called? Terrestrial radio? Yes. Terrestrial radio. That's right. Not on some I stupid cool. uh, satellite radio thing. That's right. You're, you're broadcasting live to New Yorkers all over all I over love the place, it. So. And I'm overlooking the east side and right by Smith and Molensky. It's perfect. Pretty cool. <laughs> well, it's great to meet you. And it's great Thank to you. have you. But folks who do want to go tomorrow night, one more time, what's the information? So tomorrow night, it's at the Cutting Room in New York City uh, at 9.30 p.m. sharp. It's a weird kind of fame. It's a one-hour journey into American shock culture in the 90s. And if you like my voice so much, come to the show or just listen to my podcast, Crazy Train with a K. Where can they find that, the Crazy Train with a K? Oh, all over the place. Okay, wherever you download your podcast, basically. Yeah. Right, Right. okay. You are a delight. You're very, very funny and very, very smart. Thank you for coming in today. Thank you for having me. And Peter Gordio is a great man, too, so you're both great. Thank you very much. That was uh, the great, and I mean the great, Jasmine St. Clair. If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.